Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Every team has a plan. Every fan has an opinion. In-depth discussion and analysis. Bob Stoffer and Jack Michaels on the road with the Oilers. Reed Wilkins and Rob Brown in studio. If the Oilers make a move, we will too. NHL Trade Deadline Day. Brought to you by AMJ Campbell. Make your best move on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Hey, appreciate you tuning in this afternoon. Special coverage of the NHL trade deadline. And the Oilers were indeed busy. They get Tyler Ennis from Ottawa. They get Andreas Athanasiu from Detroit. Last night, they got Mike Green from Detroit. So it's a fifth rounder to Ottawa for Ennis. Two second rounders this year and next, plus Sam Gagne going to Detroit for Athanasiu, who, to me, Rob, he's going to be the most intriguing player to watch. I, 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 you know, I'm pretty sure I know what Green is going to bring. Clearly, he's not the player mm-hmm. he once was, but, you know, he knows how to play. He's a veteran. Uh, I think the same thing with Ennis. Athanasiu is, uh, I mean, he could be uh, an explosion of talent and a huge addition to the lineup. Or, I mean, let's be honest, he could be that guy that has fans uh, leaving Rogers Place some nights going... When is he going to figure it out, or when is it going to be more consistent? Well, there's risk-reward with, with his trade. The other two trades, uh, there's no risk. You know, you give up a fourth-round pick, you give up a fifth-round pick. Uh, you're getting a couple depth players that if if it doesn't work out, uh, you know what, we've got other guys that we feel comfortable with already here. We've shown that we can have success with them. At the end of the season, we'll thank you for coming, and, and we can walk away because you're unrestricted free agents. We All we gave up was a fourth and a fifth. Uh, and if they turn out, well, that turned out to be a pretty good deal because all of a sudden Green's in your top six and we didn't give up much for him. Ennis can help out. He can go up and down your lineup. He can play in the power play. He can play top six, top nine type minutes. Or you can drop him on your fourth line and your fourth line has a little more offensive ability. And if he works out, great. But there was no real risk in those two players. Now, getting Athanasiu, there is a little bit of risk. He gave up a couple second rounders for him. So you actually gave something for him. He's a restricted free agent. I guess you could walk away, but you're probably going to uh, re-sign him. And how he does over the next 20 games will dictate uh, what he gets from the Edmonton Oilers. But there is a big risk-reward. And the big part is there's, there's a higher ceiling with this kid. Uh, Ennis and Green, on their best days, can't skate like this kid can. I think and see, okay, I mean, he is fast. He's he's Connor McDavid fast. That's the kind of wheels he has. He just hasn't put it all together at the National Hockey League level on a consistent basis. He shows he's shown glimpses. Thirty goals in the NHL. That's pretty good. But he's coming off that and having a terrible year this this year. This is a a wake up call and an opportunity for him because the first game I suspect he will be playing with Connor McDavid. 
And if you don't look on your, when you're on left wing and you look at center and say, huh, I'm playing with the best player in the National Hockey League, I might want to bring my A game tonight. If you don't do that, well then uh, you're, not, you're in the wrong sport. So he's going to have a great opportunity and let's just see what he's able to do if he's able to run with it. And of course, Mike Green acquired last night, General Manager Ken Holland. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, I think that's the game. That's the the, the league. The importance of getting the puck. You know, it, you're going to defend when you get your hands on the puck. You got to get it in the hands of your forwards and and, and head out to the other zone. So uh, certainly, um, I think that that's we're doing. A, uh, as, as the years wore on, I think that we're great job by the coaching staff. I think right from day one of the uh, of training camp, that was a priority was to defend hard and when we get our hands on the puck, make a pass and uh, move it up the ice. So uh, um, I think all the defensemen that are here have done a good job and Mike fits that. All right. So uh, we know we'll see if we see these players tomorrow night. Mike Green's going to wear number uh, 27. Athanasiu is going to wear 28. I haven't seen a number for Ennis, but they, I mean, we ex- we expect them all to be in the lineup tomorrow against the Anaheim Ducks and, and, and jump right in. That could mean, uh, you know, William Laguson or Matt Benning gets scratched on defense. Sam Gagne's obviously been traded. Um, you know, Tyler Benson could be assigned to Bakersfield up front, so there will be some... Uh, some lineup shaking for for Dave Tippett and his coaching staff to consider for tomorrow night against the Anaheim Ducks. But it, this is such a, a drastically different situation um, for the Oilers. I mean, I think back to past deadlines since since in the seven we've done together, Rob. I mean, they, they made the playoffs in 2017. They traded, I think it was the night before the deadline. Uh, they traded Brandon Davidson for for David DeHarnay, who. Well, he scored a huge goal. I mean, he scored an overtime he, goal. He played, he played He's kind of a depth, yeah. Yeah, he got he got games, and he played consistently for the Oilers. But th- I, I think this year the, the expectations and the excitement is just a little bit higher with where the Oilers have been most of the season. Uh, the The Vegas trade has now been confirmed. It's Nick Cousins from Montreal and a fourth-round pick going back to Montreal. Bob said five, so obviously the price went up for Nick Cousins. And that actually turns out Cousins being traded for Cody Eakin because they, the Winnipeg Jets got Cody Eakin and gave up a fourth-rounder to Vegas. Vegas turned around and threw a fourth-rounder to get Nick Cousins. So uh, to me, the, the two teams in the West that have improved the most have been, I think, the Oilers in Vegas. I think Vegas has done a good job. I think they've shored up some needs just as the Oilers have shored up some needs as well. We are waiting to hear from Oilers general manager Ken Holland. We do not know exactly when that is going to be. Just a little side note in all this, that neither the Oilers nor the Senators have announced the the trade of 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 Tyler Ennis and we understand it's just in the queue of trades getting processed by the National Hockey League so that uh we're told is the is the delay in Holland actually uh coming out and talking but Ennis for a fifth is is indeed the the deal so we'll, we'll bring you Holland when we get him it's funny years ago Johnny Cullen got traded from Pittsburgh to Hartford I was in Hartford and he was in a movie theater he went to a matinee that day, the day he was traded, and didn't know about it, and they couldn't get a hold of him to announce the trade because he was watching a movie. Smart move, though. Had the phone off for two hours. Gave him a little peace of mind. I, I remember back on trade deadline day in 2016, uh, and the Oilers were well out of the playoffs that year, but they made a deal 
that didn't seem significant at the time, but it was in- extremely significant the next season. And it was one of those that was announced after the deadline passed that was filtering through. And that was when they acquired Patrick Maroon, where it was kind of like, oh, okay, well, he'll mm-hmm. come in, be a little tough, and uh, score the occasional goal. Scored 27 goals the following season for the He Oilers. was a very good player for, for the Oilers. And his, I mean, really, that jet set at his career to eventually becoming a, a Stanley Cup champion and scoring a, oh, if it was an Olympic goal, it would be the golden goal, but score, scored a, cl- a cup clinching goal. He had a, a pretty good career here with the Edmonton Oilers, and right now he's trying to find success again with the Tampa Bay Lightning, who have been busy today as well as they're trying to cement themselves as a favorite in the East. All right, so some of the other deals of note today. The Canucks get Louis Domingue from New Jersey for Zach McIntyre. And, and just keeping an eye on Twitter here, there, there is some, appears to be some concern out of Vancouver that Markstrom, uh, you know, could be injured for, for three or four weeks, which would be a big blow to the Canucks. Again, uh, I haven't seen anything confirmed on that, but that is something to, to keep in mind. And obviously with Vancouver getting a more experienced goalie, that you wonder if something up is well, up there. Well, I mean, that is huge. If Markstrom is out for any time, I mean, there's talk, and, and rightfully so, that his name could be in the Vezina voting. He has been that good for the Vancouver Canucks this year. And the Canucks, again, having a great year and pushing to win a, a division in the Pacific Division. They're right there with the Oilers in the night, but they're also only a few points away from being on the outside looking in. If he's out for any extended period of time, that certainly is a a big concern for the Vancouver Canucks. All right, so that's something to keep an eye on as well. Robin Leonard goes to Vegas for Malcolm Subban and a uh, prospect defenseman. Huge upgrade as a backup to Marc-Andre Fleury. They they had no faith and deservedly having no faith in, in Subban. As, I mean, he was awful again last night. So they've got two good goaltenders in Vegas. Jack Michaels called it here earlier on the show. He said it will be an Oiler-Vegas second-round matchup. And that would be a lot of fun. Book your tickets to Vegas now. You'll get them at the best rate right now. It's going to get jacked <laughs> up as we get closer. you don't know the games are, everybody, just guess. go to Vegas. Just guess. That's, That's what I always... Rob Brown. You know what? Book over, a three, book over a full month span. Go on April 1st. Come back on May 1st. You'll certainly get in some of the games. Well, you'd be better going a little bit later if it's in the second round. But anyway... Okay, now I'm there too early. Is that what you're telling me? I'm going to have to tell my wife I'm going to Vegas for six weeks. Jean-Gabriel Pajot goes to the Islanders for a series of picks. A couple of them are conditional, and then the Islanders also sign Pajot to a new to a new deal, a six-year deal. $30 million. Yeah. So that's a pretty good deal. It's a good. It was a good day. He just went up about forty points in the NHL standings and cashed a check for thirty million dollars. And, and again, that was part of it with some of these players who are were the more appealing unrestricted free agents. If you're going to trade for that player, make sure he's not a rental. Make mm-hmm. sure you can trade for him and then sign him. Well, I thought that was a, not a bad deal for the Islanders. They gave up a first and a second. Their third is conditional, I think, is if they either win the Stanley Cup or get to the finals. So you're really giving up a first and a second. And it would have been tough to swallow if he walked at the end of the year. The fact that you've got him now tied up for six years, you say, you know what, that was worth what we gave up for him. The Islanders are a better team today because of it. And... Uh Elliot Friedman just tweeting out, Jim Benning says Mark, Markstrom suffered a lower body injury versus Boston. MRI today, back home tomorrow. Benning said it could be three to four weeks, but better timeline known on Wednesday. So there you go. Oh, and the Oilers have just announced their trade, that they have traded 
a fifth round draft pick for okay, Tyler. So and that's that's formally announced, and uh, we could be getting Ken Holland any any second here. Tell you what, Brendan, why don't we why don't we call a quick timeout now, and uh, if uh, then we'll bring you Ken Holland as soon as we get him, as uh, the Oilers bring in Ennis and Athena CU today. Trade coverage for AMJ Campbell. All right, let's go to, join to uh, me for- Ken Holland, Oilers general manager, speaking to the uh, media in Anaheim. So- you know, tried to add some some offense um, down the stretch, and obviously, and Athanasi is a player that I know very well from Detroit. Had 30 goals a year ago. Um, you know, give up two second round draft picks, and obviously, it's more than a rental. He's a restricted free agent for a couple of years, uh, and then it, and then with about an hour to go, acquired uh, Tyler Ennis for a. Uh, for a fifth-round draft pick, and obviously a guy that's a uh, player that's been around the National Hockey League and having a good season, 14 goals. So both shoot left. Uh, we have lots of right right wingers, so uh, gets us a little bit deeper, gives the coaches some some options on their line combinations, and obviously the uncertainty. You know, we we've been talking about James Neal. You know. Still two to three weeks away. Obviously, it's going to take some while here for Nygaard with his hand to get going. So uh, they give us some insurance as we head down the stretch in our pursuit of a playoff spot. What's your feeling on Athanasiu? It seems like he's a bit of a lightning rod. When he's on, he's great, and when yeah. he's not on, is that like most young players, or is that something that they, that they uh, that might be? You know, he's a talented player. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, again, he's having a tough year. Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, he's a talented player. and We're hoping uh, that with, uh, you know, what we've got here in Edmonton, the coaching staff, that we can get the best out of him. Do you see with Green a guy that can, uh, he's a power play guy everywhere else he's been. Do you see him running your power play? And does giving Clefbaum a few less minutes tonight, perhaps, make him a better player? First off, Mark, I'm not the coach, so my job is to bring in players, and then it's up to the coaching staff to decide how they're going to be used. So, you know, I think that's a question you, you should ask tomorrow, Coach Tippett. Um, you know, my job, I think, coming into the deadline is to bring in, uh, you know, are you a buyer, are you a seller, or do you feel you should stand pat? And as we went into this, we felt that um, we'd like to do something to uh, put a little... Um, I'm going to use the word buzz into our team. Obviously, we're, we're, they've, they've played hard all year. Um, they've battled and scratched and clawed. We've got ourselves in a position where we're fighting for a playoff spot. Um, we're banged up a little bit. And um, I wanted to, you know, provide some depth. Certainly, you know, we used a fifth-round pick to, uh, to acquire Ennis. It's a fourth-round pick that goes to a third if we're in the final four for Green. Obviously, we give up two second-round draft picks for, uh, for Athanasiu. So, paid a big price, uh, relatively big price for, for Athanasiu. Um, but again, it's not a rental. It's, it's, uh, he's a restricted free agent. And in terms of how they're going to be used, who they're playing with, what are the line combinations, who's running the power play, that's up for the coaching staff to decide going forward. Did you feel you needed to give your coaching staff a faster set of forwards? Did you need to increase your speed up there? Uh, 
I think you want to have a fast team. You know, I think we've got some players on the team that can play fast. Uh, you know, I use the word dimensions. You know, you need lots of dimensions. You need size. You need some big guys. You need some defensive forwards. You need some offensive player forwards. You need some some playmakers. And certainly Ennis and Athanasiu Green, they're all guys that can skate. Uh, I like a team that can skate. I like a team that can compete. So, uh, but uh, not everybody has to skate fast. Did you go into this saying, okay, I have to find somebody for Connor to play with, a regular, perhaps a winger with Connor? Uh, no, I th not, you know, I went into this thinking that we needed to get more up front. Obviously, um, you know, we, you know, again, I'm going to come back to the Neal injury. I'm going to come back to the Nygaard injury. Um, you know, those two in particular are going to be a while here. Um, they both shoot left. Uh, they both play left wing for the most part. And we're in a pursuit of trying to get into the playoffs. Um, and, um, you know, Athanasio shoots left, plays left wing. Anna shoots left, plays left wing. They can, they, they can go over the other side. Obviously, it was a difficult um, meeting with Sam Gagne, who, um, you know, I know loves being an oiler. And certainly as we worked our way through the cap, we had to, um, in effect, move, move Sam's contract to uh, make room to, to add a contract. So, you know, on, on one hand, it's, uh, you know, I'm excited about the, what we were able to accomplish, but it was tough to, uh, Tip and I met with Sam and told him the news, and it's, uh, those are never easy decisions because uh, you're, you're talking, you, these, are, these are people and, and uh, they've got, you know, lives and emotions and it was, uh, you know, on the other hand, it was a tough day. Have you moved anybody onto LTIR to make cap space? Uh, uh, Chris Russell last night. And we today we assigned uh, uh, Tyler Benson back to Bakersfield. And does that mean that you're uh, on the hook for any bonuses next year? Will those get pushed into next year's cap? Uh, possibly. Depends what goes on the next four or five weeks. Um, the Russell situation you said was murky. Is that one of those ones? Chris Russell? Yes. Chris. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure where he's at. Um, Athan asks you, on his good nights, what did we get? What are the fans in Edmonton expecting from him? Uh, well, obviously, he's got, he's got great speed. Uh, he's got, um, you know, obviously, got high-end skill. Um, and he's a talented player. And he's, you know, I think he's 25 years of age. So we're hoping that, you know, he's not 21 and 22. He's 25 years of age. And we're hoping that uh, his best years are ahead of him. And that you can get him, he, has, he plays well, and you can get him, get him signed to a longer-term contract, obviously, because he's... Well, I don't think to... that far out. I mean, okay. yeah, what, I'm, what I'm thinking of is I traded two second-round draft picks. We've got a talented young player. We own his rights for two more years after this year. Uh, I'll worry about the contract in the summertime as I get to uh, continue to watch, but certainly we can, we can uh, put in a qualifying offer and uh, we'll, we'll head down that path. So, you mentioned about looking ahead the draft. You know, you, you have a first-rounder and possibly not another pick till the... Fifth round. Yeah. So are you probably looking okay somehow in the summer? I got to get some of those picks back somehow. Yeah. 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 How important was it for you, Ken, that you? I mean. I think I think at the end of the day, Jim. I think at the end of the day, my message today is we're trying to win. 
I've come to Edmonton. I've come to Edmonton, and we've got a great nucleus, um, and they've played hard. They've played hard to put ourselves in this position where we compete for a playoff spot. And, you know, the last three years I was a seller in Detroit, and we made the playoffs for 25 years before. It's fun to be in the playoffs. And it's fun to, for the fans, for the players, to have an opportunity to go against the team head-to-head -head for two weeks. And then if you're able to win that, to move on to the next round and be in the final eight and be in the final four. And I get back to, again, it's a fifth-round pick and it's a fourth-round pick. Certainly we paid a price for Athanasiu. And no risk, no gain. No risk, no gain. I can sit around and do nothing, and I can puddle around. And at the end of the day, the, the coaching staff have worked incredibly hard, incredibly hard, on a day-to-day -day basis, starting at day one of training camp or going back to the summertime. And I think that our players have worked extremely hard, bought into everything the coaching staff has asked of them. And I'm, I, I like that our team comes to work every day. They compete. Um, we're playing good defense. We're finding different ways to win. We have different people stepping up. We lost Connor for a period of time. We went to six games. We go three, two, and one. So I think I felt like I had an obligation to try to pitch in and, and help out. And we're trying to build a program. And if you can make the playoffs, and certainly we're in a real race. We're in a real race. This, there's no guarantee we're going to be in the playoffs. So that's why in the Athens-CU, if you don't make the playoffs, we still have Athens-CU. Uh, it wasn't done just, just for this year. And I just think that it was, it, was, it was my time to try to pitch in to a group of people that have worked extremely hard to put ourselves in a position. And do you feel more comfortable you acquired two guys from Detroit? Did you go into the draft saying, okay, I don't know these players as well as guys I've dealt with before? Did that have any bearing uh, on how you looked at them compared to other players? Well, I mean, obviously I know that, that you know, first off, I would say to you, um, I had a group of pro scouts. And and then and then you know over the course of the last two weeks leading up to whatever decisions we did make or didn't make over the last 24 hours, you know then I would talk to um, you know video Coupel uh, and I would talk to to Tippett and I would talk to Jim Playfair. That is Oilers general manager Ken Holland live here on 6:30. Chet as uh, he went over some of his motivations behind making the deals over the last uh, about 16 hours, and one of the new Edmonton Oilers joins us live now. It is defenseman Mike Green. Mike, my name is Reed Wilkins. Former NHLer Rob Brown is here as well. Welcome to the Oilers. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I know, I know you're mid-transit here, uh, and, and you don't have a lot of time, but just tell us about how this broke down for, for you and, uh, and, and your feelings about joining the Oilers. Well, I think first off, uh, I'm extremely grateful for the opportunity, um, especially, you know, coming to the Oilers with a great hockey team, a great club. They're playing great right now, and um, obviously excited about uh, the, long, the long run that they're on. So, um, yeah, I mean, it happened pretty quick yesterday. I got called in before warm-ups. Uh, we were playing Calgary, and Steve uh, had asked me. Um, this is presenting itself, and uh, I'll be honest with you, it was a no-brainer for me. So it was an easy decision. Have you talked to the Oilers? Have they talked how you'll be implemented? Are you running a power play? What, who you're going to be playing with? Things like that? 
not exactly no i i think uh you know we'll we'll discuss maybe tonight uh hopefully before we get going here and uh um i think it's just kind of we'll find a way to kind of ease me in i hope and uh because the team's playing really well right now and and i think that's important that easing in so uh, we, we as as watching this team here in Edmonton the last number of years, we know that what their strengths and their weaknesses are. For you coming into this team, what what would you bring? Obviously, you got the experience. You've played with great players in the past. You've got a, a, an incredible offensive pedigree of running power plays. Where are you in your career, and what do you think you can bring to the Oilers that uh, is something that they need right now? Uh, you know, I, I I don't have the answer of. of what they need. I, I think that, you know, playing, you know, many years in the league, you bring experience, but, um, you know, they do have a fast, talented uh, group of forwards, and I think my job over the year has been to sort of advance the puck quickly into their hands and get them going, so, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll really focus on that uh, getting started. I mean, you did have obviously uh, a little bit of control about where you could or couldn't go, so tell me about just and look we all know where the Oilers franchise has been it's been tough for a long time about now the the perception of the team given this season Tippett McDavid Dreisaitl new Yamamoto some of those types of guys so there's there's a lot of excitement I feel like around around Edmonton and there has been for a while um you know I know how the league works and it's you know year to year it can change and it feels like there's a lot of excitement right now um, in oil country, and um, I think everybody can um, attest to that. So, um, like I said, I'm I'm extremely excited for this opportunity, and um, can't wait to get started. I mean, there, there's it's always tough when you get traded. There's you know there's families, there's moving to new places, meeting new guys. But the one thing that's got to be pretty cool for you is you're moving from a team near the bottom or the, at the bottom of the standings to a team that's right now battling for not only a playoff spot, for a division championship. So that right there alone must get the excitement going in you again because you have been on good teams. You've played in big games before. It's just been a couple of years now. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it it kind of gets the juices flowing sort of um, instantly. So, um, yeah, there's, there's, um, like I said, a lot of excitement. I think that um, you know, I know how these things go. You know, in Detroit, we were struggling, we're struggling. Um, then you're in a position where, you know, the trade deadline's come up and, you know, they're going to be making moves. Um, and then you kind of got to filter through, you know, what your options are. Uh, a lot of times, it's not what you think it's going to be. And these things present itself. And like I said, when it, when, when I did get, um, asked to make a decision, it was, it was an, an absolute, there was no question. I wasn't. Coming to oil country, right on. Well, Mike, I th- I know you got to get on a plane right away, so thank you for fitness in here on six thirty, Chad, and uh, all the best as you join the Edmonton Oilers. We'll talk to you soon. Great, thanks for having me, guys. That is defenseman Mike Green. His uh, first interview as a member of the Edmonton Oilers is right here on six thirty, Chad. We will uh, quickly get the news in here. We're a couple minutes late to that special trade deadline day coverage presented by AMJ Campbell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.